The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This show is brought to you by Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, because more than a million kids are trafficked each year throughout the world. And so today we are going to take on a very hard case, uh, and that is the Hollywood Crips Street Gang. Now, my name is Opal Singleton. I am the president and CEO of Million Kids, and we bring you this show each week. And I hope that you will share this show with others. I especially uh, appreciate working with Voice America Variety because this show goes out to 170 different countries. And quite frankly, human trafficking shares many commonalities all over the world, including gang trafficking. And that is why I wanted to take this on today. So if you want to call in, now most of our listeners are around the globe or in other parts of the United States. But if you're in California or if in the U.S. today, you can call in at 1-866-472-5788. Susie isn't with us today, so I'd appreciate it if you call in. It gets a little lonely here by myself. (laughs) Anyway, we ask you to follow us on Me and Kids on Facebook. So all of this is around the sentencing of what is called the Pollywood, not Hollywood, Pollywood, P like Paul, O-L-Y, Pollywood Crip Street Gang. And this is out of Fort Worth, Texas. This is um, what I think of as a classic gang situation. And this is the reason why I wanted to take this on. I wanted to teach you how to dissect these articles and, excuse me, understand what you're looking for there as far as the victim, as far as law enforcement, and as far as the perpetrator goes. This case involved nine defendants, and they are in the sentencing stage, so that is why I'm going to go ahead and take this on. There were nine defendants, um, and in these, I just got them right here, Chad Johnson, he was known as Ocho Hood fame. None of these people go by Chad, by the way. It's Ocho. And he's 24, and he just got 25 years in prison for one count of sex trafficking of children. Now, that is excellent work on the part of law enforcement. These are very difficult cases to make. 
There was a Dean Bonner. He's known as Spanish Fly. He's 26. He just got 30 years. And he pleaded guilty to one count of conspiracy to commit sex trafficking of children. Pee-wee, Stanley Johnson, was sentenced to 14 years in federal prison and pleaded uh, to one count of conspiracy. I'm uh, choking up here. I think it is spring in Southern California. It's getting to my uh, allergies here. Okay, so those are the ones that pleaded in this one section here in this one article. Now, additionally, there was Dewan Nobles, he's 32, and Caitlin Ward, also known as KD. Dewan was known as Pooh. Caitlin was known as KD. Now, Nobles got 12 years, and KD, a female, got six years. There are additional defendants in this, a girl by the name of Jessica Arnold. She's 23 years, and she was the bottom girl for Spanx, which is also known as Alvin Lane, who's 32. So we have Jessica, who's 23, and she's the bottom girl for Spanx. And you have Sarah Arnold, who's 28, and she's the bottom girl for Audrey. Audrey Lane is known as Spud. So you have Jessica, the bottom girl for Spanx. You have Sarah, the bottom girl for Spud. So you get the idea that this is truly a gang setup. Well, I wanted to analyze this case for you because I think it's really fascinating what is happening with gangs. 90% of the cases in Southern California of sex trafficking of minors involve gangs. And they are by far the most brutal kind of exploitation you can see with a human being. And many of these girls are branded. We just had one out here where his, his uh, moniker was um, classified. And it was branded right down the side of their face. One was on her forehead like a billboard. And that's forever. Sure, you can go in and remove it, but you will have scar tissue there. So this is a lifetime thing. This is one reason why we must talk to our young girls about do not join a gang. It is not like you think it is going to be. Oftentimes, these girls get hooked into this because they're dating a gang guy. And when they do that, they start talking to the gang guy. They think it's only going to be them. She's going to be his mama. He's going to be his one and only. That is not true. That guy's job is to deliver that girl to the gang. And literally part of her initiation will be he stands by as the entire gang runs a train on them. Now, I was talking to a foster home last night and and, uh, I was trying to be somewhat gentle because they look like great kids. But the uh, counselor said to me, hey, tell them what what a train is. I'm a little reluctant. I don't like to traumatize kids, but maybe we need to traumatize kids. Maybe we need to tell them. When they run a train on you, they hold you down, and every guy in that gang comes along and ejaculates, you know, in front of everybody to this girl, in her. And the boyfriend's watching. He's part of holding her down. And when it is all through, he's through. And he walks away, and he's delivered his obligation to the gang, and that girl forever now belongs to the gang. That doesn't mean that she can ever just walk away. She is the property of that gang, and she cannot say no. 
No one should ever be forced to go through that. So what happened here in this case is we have a gang all together, all these guys and one girl at this point. That's KD, KD Ward. Now, one of the things I want to share with you is look at the ages. If you're looking at this uh, case that I put out on the website, these, these are all available at Million Kids Facebook, and they're also available at Exploited Crimes. That's exploitedcrimes.com. The headline is Two Sentenced in Gang Child Sex Trafficking Conspiracy, and it's dated April 11, 2017. So what is fascinating to me is none of these guys are like 12, uh, 14, 15, 16-year-old thugs in a gang. These are mature gang members. We have ages 24, 29, 26, 24, 32. These are not teenagers. These are experienced gang members who know exactly what they're doing. Well, according to the documents filed by ICE, and by the way, I want to commend Homeland Security and ICE, they do not get enough quality support. You know, everybody's after them because of the big immigration issue, which is what I talked about last week. But they are doing a tremendous job to take this on and take it on nationally and even internationally. So what happened here is you have a 16-year-old runaway. Now, I'm going to tell you that runaways are the most exploited of all victims of human trafficking. Why is that? They have nowhere else to go. They probably are running from a bad home situation. Uh, They have very few resources. Right here in Riverside County, we have over 600 runaway students. Excuse me. We have over 600 homeless students. And uh, literally 1.69 million kids run away each year. That is tremendous opportunity for a church to begin to take on these issues and find a way to come in and support these kids. The 16-year-old was lured in to this gang. What happened is there are actually four Jane Doe's in this. So they're telling you there are at least four minors that have been sucked in. Whenever I read these kinds of cases, I think about a fly that's caught in a spider web and can't get out. That is what is happening to these kids. This 16-year-old was brought in and she was defend, uh, uh, befriended by a couple of the bottom girls. These are Jessica, remember Jessica is the bottom girl for Spanx, and Sarah, she's the bottom girl for Spuds. So they bring this girl in and they start to tell her that she can make lots of money. They say that they, uh, the girls there instructed the, the teenagers how to charge and they kept the proceeds from the transactions, not the girls, the bottom girls did. They provided the girls and the women with condoms, cell phones, and hotel rooms. So let me stop right there. You see with somebody with a couple of phones, three phones, four phones, red flag, big red flag. Those are burner phones. And, you know, keep an eye out those people that are involved with hotel rooms. So this is a fascinating thing. They teach them the business. You know, when you get into prostitution, and I'm just going to be blunt. This is a, an adult show we got here, so hopefully your little kitties aren't listening. But 
you know, how do you learn to do this? We're not talking about making love like in Pretty Woman. You know, I was talking to a survivor recently. She said, this is rough, tumble, brutal sex. Some of these people want some of the most vile stuff you can ever imagine. And it usually starts with sodomy and goes downhill from there. This is absolutely brutal. How do you learn to do this kind of sex? You don't learn it from mom, I guarantee you. And so these girls started to teach other girls. By the way, if there's listeners out there that buy sex, I'm going to explain to you one one thing. We as law enforcement watch for ads that say, I prefer kinky. I'll do what others won't do. I, I like the, you know, there's nothing I won't try. That tells you her pimp's mad at her and he doesn't care what's about to happen to her as long as he gets the money. That also tells law enforcement, hurry up, make this a priority, drop everything, go after her because she is being highly abused. So they're teaching this 16 and 17 year old girls about what's expected, what to charge and how to do it. And they are being taught by the bottom girls. They're being taught what to do and how to get the money and how to get out of there. So this is Opal Singleton. This is pretty rough show this morning. Bear with me, but I do think we need to talk about it. This is me and kids. The show is exploiting crimes against humanity. We come to you every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we're up against a break, so we'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com
are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back. This is Opal Singleton. I am your host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. And we are analyzing the Hollywood gang case because there was a lot of sentencing going on in the last couple of weeks, and we were looking at this. And I do want to commend law enforcement. They got, they really arranged it to get excellent uh, sentencing on this. It is very, very difficult. This case started in 2013, and it's now 2017. So you've had three and a half really hard years of gathering evidence, you know, getting testimony, uh, you know, pouring through file upon file upon file of of social media data because, yes, they use social media. Now, this is a gang of nine people out of Fort Worth. It's called the Pollywood, with a P, Pollywood uh, Crips Street Gang. And in their cases, they had multiple minors that they were literally pimping out, if you will. They were into commercial sexual exploitation. And I want to really point out that these guys really go after runaway girls uh, because they have so few resources and they're easy to dupe. Think about that. They're looking for someone to take care of them. Whenever I talk to girls in schools, and like last night with the foster care, and I'm about to do it again today, I talk about do not date a gang guy and do not get yourself in a situation where you need somebody to take care of you. Because there's always going to be a price if you allow another person to take care of you. We need to raise our kids, and this includes runaways and and, uh, foster kids, to understand their worth, that they have value, that they have a significant contribution to society, and that they don't need another human being to take care of them. In fact, that is the first thing that will mean that you will get exploited. Because once you turn your life over to somebody else, you have no control on how they're going to treat you. And so it's better to start out and treat yourself well. Believe in yourself. Don't be low-hanging fruit. Understand your value. I always tell kids I want them to get so tough they can look these guys in the eye and tell them to flip off or some other less Christian term, okay? I don't care what word they use. Just tell them to get out of their life and go on because you're not getting me. I want you to think about what this looks like to these 16-year-old girls. Now, they're met by other girls, and they're taught these crazy sex acts. Some of them are highly, highly painful to the, to the victim. That is the idea of the whole thing. They're told what to charge, and then they're provided with condoms. Now, for law enforcement, I'm not going to go into the confidential nature of this, but I'm going to tell you something. These guys don't go to Rite Aid and buy their condoms. They buy them online at places like Amazon in large boxes. They distribute them throughout their gangs, and the gangs distribute them to the girls. Why do I tell you this? Because these girls are put on sex trafficking circuits, and they are moved around, and that is a way to trace them. Now, there's something that's going on here that I really want to talk about. There are two things. One is that they provided them with burner phones. 
This is one of the problems that we have with our law out here in California. I don't know how many of you have followed it, but those of you who want to legislate crime and try to solve this just by legislation, let me give you a word of caution. I'm not discouraging it. I I value what you're doing. We need good laws. But be careful on the laws that you create, because in California, we created SB 1322. The people who created it are good people with good intentions. I'm not against them in any way. But the law went upside down on them. Anytime you mix mix activism, legislation, and an election, it can go wrong, and this time it did. Because with SB 1322, we can no longer detain a minor as law enforcement. The problem with that is if you can't detain them, you can't go through their phone. So you're sitting there looking at a girl who's 15, who's been highly abused, who's branded, who's got burn marks and cut marks on her, who's clinging to her pimp, who is her boyfriend, and we can no longer bring her in and go through her phone. If you can't detain them, we can't look at their phone because we can't get a search warrant. And that was how we were able to tell who the sex buyers were, who the other pimps were, who the other victims are. So now we can't do that. However, in other parts of the world, if you start seeing someone with burner phones, meaning prepaid phones, then, you know, you've got a hint right there that you have a victim. Now, one of the things that uh, was in here that I really want to allude to, and, and not allude to, I want to dissect the heck out of this thing. It says in here, some of the members of the group bought and sold the girls and women they were trafficked, trafficking amongst themselves. So let me explain two things. All of these young girls, it wasn't like they had one pimp and they could try to keep him happy. And they could try to, you know, have sex with him and try to keep the, the number of clients down to a reasonable number, two, three, four, five a day. No, they had multiple pimps. Can you imagine being 16 years old and all of these vicious, nasty guys owned you? And it was over and over and over. And you had no way to negotiate with them. You had no way to get free. You belonged to the entire gang. And in this case, they were gang members who were really bad guys. But let's take a look at that last line. They were bought and sold the girls, meaning the pimps would set up all these dates. And then they were trafficked amongst themselves. For the activists out there, one of the things that I always hear is kind of an interesting deal. And most of you are very fine people who are very educated, mean well, are doing good work. And you and I go hand in hand and we'll do this together. And I appreciate it. But every now and then we get an activist that's totally Pollyanna and totally naive and have not really done the research to understand the problem. And they will go out there. I heard a a girl say this a while back, and she's a sweet young lady. I think the world of her. But I thought it was just typical. She said, oh, guys who buy sex, they're all white men in suits, and they all are Republicans. (laughs) This was during the election, by the way. 
I have to entertain myself every now and then. Excuse me, this gets to be hard business. First of all, I don't think we've ever asked a John when we're arresting him if they're Democrat or Republican, and we don't care, you know. <laughs> Most and they're not mostly white. I mean, they're they're all ethnicities. I mean, you look at some of those John stings we do where we put the picture in the paper. Sure, there's white guys, but there's Mexicans, there's Chinese, there's black people, there's all kinds of people. You know, I'm going to tell you that that you know, as far as pimps go. They'll sell a 500-pound purple elephant. They don't care what you look like. You don't even have to be pretty. And as far as sex buyers go, there is not a specific profile unless you belong to a gang. And that's my point here with these girls is what is happening with these girls. And I read it in gang case after gang case. They work all day. And many of these girls work a 20-hour day. The two big ways to really realize a person's being highly exploited, they're very hungry and they're sleep-deprived because they will often work these girls 20 hours a day. Many of these gang girls are forced to do 15, 20 guys a day. When they come in, they now belong to whoever's in that gang that's in that building. And there's no ability to say no. This is the reason why I think it is so important that we educate our girls. So how do you, you know, we start talking about, well, we got to go after the sex buyer. Well, I don't disagree with that. We're that guy out on the street that looks like Richard Gere, although most of them don't. (laughs) I've seen them. They're not even close to Richard Gere, okay? (laughs) Many of these guys are buying sex because they can't get it unless they pay for it. Okay, so this is ugly, ugly business. They bring these girls in and they are forced to service everybody there. And so I really want to do this. I'm being particularly hard today in this in this particular presentation. But I want you to understand the challenges of trying to free a girl in this situation. And how do you ever, ever help her regain her life back? This is why I do work at foster homes. This is why I'm foster agencies. This is why I work in group homes. This is why I go to schools. Is we must find a way to get through to these kids, even if their homes are broken, even if their lives are broken, do not turn to a gang guy for love and affection and acceptance. This is going to reach proportions that we're unable to describe in public. And I'm even taking a chance by describing it here on the radio. We need to think this out on how do you go after this. In my opinion, the only way to go after gangs is to support your local law enforcement. And there is not enough effort being done to do that. I work with local law enforcement, so I'm going to be the first to tell you I am absolutely prejudiced. These are men and women. And I'm going to tell you that these these predators and these victims, they don't work from nine to five. They specialize in working overnight and out of the way places. And building these cases takes a huge amount of risk, of danger, of people willing to go against the worst of the worst. In my opinion, these kinds of people are the worst of the worst. To take an innocent 16-year-old girl who's already in a great deal of danger and to suck her in and put her in an environment where she is literally preyed on by 
by crowds. How do you do that? You know, I hear gangs, it's all about respect. Man, they got res- to respect us, you know. Where is the respect in violating a, a 16-year-old girl over and over and over to the point of treating her like an animal? Where is the respect in that? And I praise God for law enforcement, for law enforcement that's willing to put their lives on the line and go out there in the middle of the night to go against absolutely the worst of the worst. I'll tell you, they have my vote every time. They need your support, and we need to help them generate uh, the financial wherewithal to continue and expand their work. We're up against a break, folks. I'm going to be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O P A L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back. We are analyzing the Hollywood Crips Street Gang. Our organization is Me and Kids. You can follow us on Facebook. And quite frankly, I think we run probably the best Facebook uh, 
program and all the business. You can access it around the world. It is run by Susie Carpenter, who normally joins me, but she isn't with us today. And she is our media and marketing director. We also have some volunteers who go out and speak on behalf of me and kids. And we also have people who help us with fundraising. And I don't normally appeal out there for fundraising, but I'm going to today just because we You know, in order for us to take this story around the world, we're going to need more resources. And I'm probably the worst fundraiser in the whole world, but I am going to appeal to you today. If you're interested in supporting to me and kids, you simply go to www. Million, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org. We're not one million kids and we're not a million kids. It's just simply www.millionkids.org. Or you can even mail us a check at Million Kids at P.O. Box 7295. That's P.O. Box 7295, Riverside, California, 925. One three. That's nine two five one three. Now I will tell you, if you donate to us, the money goes to the work of me and kids. I am paid for part-time work with the sheriff, and besides, I'm older than sin, so I get Social Security at least for now. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen there? Anyway, so when you donate, the money goes for prevention and intervention, and we do all kinds of things. We help victims. Uh, We work through law enforcement to assist victims. We also work with foster kids and and, uh, helping kids at risk. And we help find families and reunite families of missing kids. We were involved in one of those yet this week. And I think there's nothing more heartbreaking than having your child run away and have a parent who believes that their child is in sex trafficking. And so we will often do that. Well, enough of that that, uh, commercial there, but we do appreciate all of those of you who donate and who follow us and who pray for us, especially recently, most of you know that I lost my husband. And um, and so I'm trying to get my back on my land feet here and uh, functioning. And, and so I do appreciate your prayers. Well, back to our story, our real life case of the Hollywood Crips gang. These are girls and there's multiple girls, but most of them are young and they're reporting to a group of five guys. Actually, it's four guys and one girl. And these are hardcore gang people. Even the girl that was involved in this, I believe, got 12 years. No, six years. Her name was Katie Ward. And she got six years. Now, she was like the senior bottom girl. But they also had a couple of younger bottom girls. And they got five years probation. Well, that's always a tricky thing with law enforcement. How does that work? Because let me explain to the audience if you don't know what a bottom girl is. Now, they can look like a lot of things. And by the way, on this street, that's called bottom B, bottom bitch. Okay, we'll say it one time. But we, I, because I talk in churches, call her a bottom girl. But what this is, is a girl who's been in the life. She probably started young, but not necessarily. And a bottom girl can be any age. In this case, uh, Ward uh, was, how old was Ward? I saw it here, but she wasn't particularly young. I don't see it right this minute. But, you know, in these cases, what will happen is you start out working in commercial sex, doing you know, prostitution kind of work. And uh, when that happens, then at some point they promote you. And you get to manage the other girls. And you also uh, manage the money. You place the ads. You train the other girls in the sex act. You often discipline the girls. 
and you recruit other girls. And that's really the danger here it is, you know, if if this bottom girl doesn't recruit other girls, she's going to have to do all this herself. Now, let me tell you the reality of a bottom girl. You know, it isn't all uh, as wonderful as it might sound. You know, your first thought is, oh, you get promoted so you don't have to do this anymore. You can uh, you can go out there and just manage other girls. Well, it depends. It depends on the gang you're in, and it also depends on the pimps that you're controlled by. Now, these guys were really some bad, bad people. And in this case, I'm trying to find out how old she was. Kristen, she was 27. 27 years old. So she'd probably been in the life quite a long time. And so in this case, her job was to recruit other girls. And they do that, first of all, so they don't have to do it themselves. But being a bottom girl does not necessarily free you from being abused. In fact, in some cases, the bottom girl is worse than most pimps. They become very hardcore. They get uh, worse than pimps. They they really are mean and they're uh, dishing out of the discipline. They take control. They feel superior. They they uh, they really really violate the girl, and they do that to control them. And and they also recruit other girls. But sometimes a bottom girl is simply a victim, and you don't know. But let's go back to the hardcore bottom girl. Every now and then you get a pimp who's really, really violent, and this happens in gang pimping too, where they will beat the bottom girl in front of everybody just to send a, a message. This is this is as low as life can get, folks. I am unable probably to tell you just how low it is. They gang sodomize these girls in front of other people just to let them know, the people who are watching, you do something, this is going to happen to you. I've seen cases where the the John didn't pay. And so guess what? That girl's just been raped, hasn't she? Because the guy had sex with her and didn't pay. But it's going to get worse. Because that bottom girl and that pimp that they report to is going to believe that you're keeping back the money. And they will gang rape you. They will gang sodomize you. They will burn you. They'll electrocute you. They will cut you. They will literally beat you in front of everybody. And sometimes this happens to the bottom girl just to control the rest of the girls. So being a bottom girl is not necessarily meaning that you're just the bad guy. Sometimes you are the bad guy, but you're being highly abused as an example. So this is a complex thing. Sometimes the, the bottom girl is a perpetrator, and sometimes she's more of a victim than the other victims, depending on the situation. And law enforcement really has to be able to analyze that and take a look and decide how to treat her. A lot of this depends on whether or not they're willing to roll over on their pimp. Because if they're willing to roll over on the pimp, they can often get probation. And that is what happened in this case to Jessica Arnold and Sarah Arnold. They were sisters who got lured into this. By the way, they weren't young sisters. They were 23 and 28, which means that if there are four victims under the age of 18, they were also recruiting minors. But they still got probation because they obviously were willing to work with, the <clears throat> work with law enforcement. 
So this is a complex issue that is going on here, and we need to take a look at the bottom girl situation. From a training and, and a prevention standpoint, one of the things that I often do is I really emphasize this to girls. The reason why is that girls have a tendency to trust other girls. It's just how we're wired. And so what I want our girls to know is 60% of our cases involve recruitment by another girl. So beware, just because they're another girl does not make them okay. And in fact, almost every one of these people that have gotten into this were trained by another girl about how it works. And they make it sound really fun and really exciting. They make it sound like, you know, hey, there's nothing to this. You can do this. It's just sex. I'm making 500 bucks a night, da, 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 da. It is true, but you won't see that money. Now, gang trafficking it usually doesn't work exactly that way. They get you kind of lured in, but then very quickly you are initiated. And uh, then there's no way back. And, um, you know, there are ways back, but it is a very long, hard road to hoe. So one of the things that I want you to look at here is these kids who are 16 and 17 years old now have multiple pimps. Can you think of any scenario that is more devastating than being surrounded at all times with people who have your worst interest at heart day and night? These kids are sitting ducks out here. Now what has happened is that we have five pimps and we've added Bonner and Johnson by October 2015. So you get the idea that this started in 2013, June 1st. Now, I can't even imagine this. I mean, I'm in the business, but I can't imagine how bad this is. June 1st, you're owned by five different people, and they are putting you out there day and night. They are holding you down. You're having to force the whole service, the whole gang. You're being violated by the women and the men. And this goes from June 1st until October 10th, 2015, June 1st, 2013. That is two years and three months. I don't know how you survive this three days. I don't. Most people's brains would be fried by that time with that level of abuse. And these kids are only 16 and 17 years old. They never had a clue what was about to happen to them. And this is the reason why we must fight hard. Because in my opinion, this is the lowest level of evil you can ever sink to. To do this to a person, any person, they would be better off dead in many cases. How do you ever overcome the PTSD? How do you ever overcome the degradation? How do you ever overcome the flashbacks? This has to be more trauma than you would ever even get into war. This is really one of the harder cases to look at, and I hope that you're bearing with me. I'm going to try to let up a little bit, but I picked this case because I can't take any more of these, you know, high-level, oh, isn't this kind of fun and cute. No, it isn't. This is evil upon evil upon evil. So when we come back, we're going to talk about how these girls earn so much money 
their pimp bought a brand new car. So this is Opal Singleton. The show is Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. We come to you every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. in California time. And it's a beautiful day in California. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back. This is Opal Singleton, your host, and we are looking at the Pollywood, not Hollywood, Pollywood Crip Street Gang out of Fort Worth, Texas. They were There were nine of them, and they were sentenced this last week, and it caught my attention. And it is this kind of case that I use to train my volunteers out here so that they understand gang trafficking. There are all kinds of human trafficking that are out there. It's a very complex subject. It, You know, I always laugh because a road reel called me in and gave me 20 minutes. I'm like, are you kidding me? I can't even say my name in 20 minutes. So this is a complex issue, and this is gang trafficking, and it is as difficult as it gets. So what has happened is we're now into October 2015, and now we're adding more pimps. Uh, And Bonner and Johnson there has met the victim number one and number two, who's only 16. So they're adding more pimps. These girls are reporting to more and more people. Eventually, they were turned over to new pimps, and that happens in gang trafficking. They literally build you... uh, teams and move you around from place to place to place and they trade you amongst pimps and so oftentimes you don't know what town you're in this is very difficult for law enforcement because they will see a case of gang trafficking it'll involve two pimps and four girls and pretty soon those girls are gone and you're starting over with different girls or maybe one of the pimps is gone and so it's kind of like a shell game and uh, the case that we had out here started in Moreno Valley which is about 
70 miles west of Los Angeles, not too far from where I live. And they were the girls were moved from Marino that we know of. The girls were moved from Marino Valley to LA to Anchorage to Minnesota. Now, when I worked with the Alaska State uh, people up there, uh, the troopers and also Grace Alaska, which is uh, a and Priceless Alaska, wonderful group of people we trained this last fall. One of the things that we began to see is as I looked on Backpage. I would see the same girls for sale in San Francisco, Redding, California, which is Northern California, Portland, Oregon, and Anchorage, Alaska. The same photographs. Well, the girls can't be in all places at all times. And people go, well, if you see them on Backpage, why don't you do a reverse sting? Well, we do. But quite frankly, you don't get the girl that you're looking at on there. Oftentimes, they're moving these people around and just using old pictures on there. But in this case, these girls, they were all of a sudden traded amongst pimps, and they were moved to Fort Worth. One adult victim was pimped out by Nobles, Johnson, Audrey, Alvin Lane, and Sarah. He frequently, Nobles, frequently assaulted her whenever she made him angry and did not follow instructions. One of these girls was hit so hard that it broke her eardrum and she bled. He also raped her and he always kept the money. And that is how it is. Once you get into this, you have no ability to control your own body. I knew of a case out of Long Beach where, in fact, what was happening is that the girl needed to go to the bathroom and the pimp was out of town. He had her heart hot wired with the phone and he wouldn't let her go take a leak. And before it was over, she finally peed because she had to. And guess what? He beat the living crap out of her when she got back. Well, in this case, in one trip, the victim made enough money to buy Nobles a Chevy sedan, which he painted bright orange on there. And he called it something, I forgot, some sort of uh, Hollywood thing. I forgot what he named the car. But she made enough money that he bought a car. He, whenever this girl refused to do what he want, he would beat her mercilessly. He raped her. That's why they don't run. They believe that if they do, that they will be killed. And he, he will bring them to an inch of their life. One of the things they often do is strangle you. And law enforcement and EMTs, you need to hear that. Look for strangulation marks because those strangulation marks disappear real quick. But it's still there. They can still harm that girl. And think about this. If somebody strangled your throat within three seconds of your life, you're going to remember that next time he might not quit. It is a tremendous control device. One of these girls went renegade, meaning that she was going to go out and do her own prostitution without a pimp. They keep you broke so you can't leave them. And so that is why she's trying to do that. He's taking everything from her, and she knows if she doesn't get away, he's going to kill her. But how does she get away? She doesn't have any money. So what she's decided to do is try to go independent and do prostitution so she can get some money. Once she was caught trying to get away, he had several gang members rape her, gang rape her as punishment. And then whenever that she would make any money at all, Sarah Arnold, who got probation, would take that money. Now, most of these guys were bragging about this on Facebook. And they had online posts where they were promoting not only big, they were showing big piles of money, 
They're also showing, pimping. They're promoting the Pollywood gang right on Facebook. So why doesn't somebody rat? Are you kidding me? You know what's going to happen to them. Well, I want to take the last two minutes of this show and give a shout out to law enforcement. If you want to help, support your local law enforcement. Get legislation that will get them more money for gang sex trafficking. This is no place for a housewife to be waiting outside a motel. Because even if you should get one of them, you're not going to build a case and have evidence and you are going to put your life in danger. I know of people who go vigilante and try that. That is just crazy. We need to make cases. Some of these cases take two years to do, but at least in this case, they got 20 and 25 years and the girls are now free and moved to new locations. We have all kinds of victim services. They can go into protective custody. They can begin to build a new life and it takes a long, long time. But we do not do enough to support our law enforcement. Right here in our own Southern California, our hands are restricted now with with SB 1322. Plus, we need a super warrant to be able to go after a lot of the search warrants that go in there. And quite frankly, as you've listened to the shows about social media, a lot of these social media companies don't help. We recently subpoenaed a, a major a social media company, and they gave us 50,000 pages of evidence knowing that it would take thousands of hours of manpower to find that little bitty nugget that we're trying to find to make a case. They were doing it to be deliberate, I believe. And so when you look at this kind of thing that is going on, we need to find ways to get more money to go after gangs. Now, I'm not going to get political on you here. I suppose I am a little bit. But I, I am very happy to see the closing down of the border because many other gangs that were coming across that border were MS-13, and they were sending their, seven, their 16, 17-year-old boys that were already MS-13 members in as children, the docket children, and they have set up gang cells all across America. There's MS-13 in Joplin, Missouri, and Wichita, Kansas, and Anchorage, Alaska, and Lexington, Kentucky, places that I have been of late. They are going across America, and I'm glad to see that border starting to be shut down, and we're stopping a lot of this. The next thing we need to do is take on the gangs and the cartels, and it looks like this administration, I mean, I'm not going to pass judgment yet because this is not a political show, but it looks like this administration is going to be willing to take on MS-13. They said so. That is a transnational gang. That stands for Mara Salvatrucha, and they are the largest gang in America, and I, for one, am happy to see it. Well, my name is Opal Singleton, and this show is called Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. You can get all the archive shows at exploitedcrimes.com, and you can even carry that show. Just email me at opal, O-P-A-L, at me and kids, and we'll get you an embed code so you can put it on your own website. It's absolutely free, and you can provide literally you know, 20, 30, 40 hours of free human trafficking training. Well, folks, I hope you share this show with everyone you know. I appreciate you for following us, especially at a time right now where 
Friends really, really mean the world to me. I want to take the time to thank each and every one of you that sent me a sympathy card or sent actually made a donation in Dell's name. That was just really, really wonderful. I'm very grateful to have been married to Dell Singleton for 44 years. He was an active part of me and kids, and I miss him dearly. Thank you so much for following us, and we will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. It's staff and management.